Hello and welcome back to Remember This, a nostalgia podcast where we revisit all the things that made the 90s and noughties brilliant. From kids TV shows to niche movies, toys, games and everything in between. My name is Matt Bentley-Viney and I am joined today by... Gemma Bentley-Viney. How are you Gemma? Welcome to the show. Is that your Terry Wogan? No, we do this all the time. No, I'm doing the catchphrase. Oh, the, the oh, Irish it guy. It does sound like that. Are Hello, you? Gemma. Welcome to the show. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Glad you're good. I've just thrown my phone on the floor by accident. That's made quite a quite a noise. Yep. I was trying to. So basically, the way we're sat, I've got the sofa to the left of me. I mean, this is not interesting. No, it is. It is. At and all. I thought I could do a really cool, like no look, chuck the phone onto the sofa, and I threw it straight onto our hard wooden floor. So I haven't checked it. it might be broken. That's how we roll on this podcast. Rock and roll. Hey. Have you had a good week, Gemma? Yeah. Busy week. I feel like I've not... What have we done? What have we done? Went out for a nice meal. Have I already spoken about a nice meal? On Valentine's Day? Yeah. No. Well, we went out for a nice meal, everybody, which was nice. No, maybe we did. It was so good. It deserves mentioning twice. Yeah, I've just been just be both just been at work we've started so we finished the stranger yeah binge watched that i thought it was okay Gemma thought it was quite good yeah i enjoyed it started watchmen which i'm much more excited about it's a bit much so isn't it no, i'm looking forward Tame to parlor put yes. out a new album that's probably the biggest news what, of the week why are we covering the m- news music news music news <laughs> you know he's actually on to beat uh justin bieber in the record sales yeah, well, Kevin I'd deserves it. I'd be so it. happy if he gets number one. That'd be amazing. Current only got to number three. And yeah, but tomorrow's Friday night. I'm out watching Prince of Egypt with my friend and with work. And Matt has got a lads night out on Saturday. Yes, that you're probably coming to as well. So, you know, not just lads. Lads, lads, lads. I might go for a bit. Probably going to go to Inferno's and for Clapham. We'll see. That's where they filmed The Inbetweeners, the infamous club scene where there's nobody there. And Neil does his dancing. Infernos. Margaret Robbie also apparently used to go to Infernos. So there you go. That's us caught up. What have you guys been up to? You had a good week. Hope you have. But we have had an email. Yay! Thank you for writing in. Uh, this is from Nessie from the Philippines. All the that way from the Philippines. Cool. That's incredible. I didn't know she was from the Philippines. So Nessie is 28 years old, turning 29 on February the 26th. So happy birthday. Yeah, That's happy coming birthday. up. happy birthday. Have Wait, a great day. Uh, 29. Oh, that's a good age. Well, you have to say I that. I, I'm turning 29 in I December. Said, so. Oh, yep. cute. We're both joined the 29 Club this year. So the email reads, Hello, Matt and Gemma. I am Nessie Marie Honkalada. I am so sorry if I mispronounced your name. From the Philippines. 28 years old, turning 29, February 26th. And I love your podcast. Been a loyal listener since the start. What I love most is that you guys are so natural and authentic in your discussions. You guys deserve all the love and support for doing such a great job with the pod. Oh, Oh, thank you. That's very sweet. I enjoy listening to every episode, even if I haven't seen some of the TV shows as it was not available here in my country. I would love to know what ones aren't available and why they're not available. That'd be quite interesting actually seeing which ones were like banned in other countries as well. That'd be quite a good future episode just about that. When you get time... Let us know and we'll come back to that because that sounds really interesting. I like you're going to make her do the research now. Nessie, you're in the research well, team. Yeah, <laughs> she's part of the Remember This family. Anyway, would suggest some of these shows for future episodes. 
And then she suggests Captain Planet, Digimon. Love Digimon. Digimon, Digital Monster. I'd never watched that, so I oh, think that would be an interesting yeah, one I to do. Yeah, I think we're going to watch that one. The Adams Family, classic. I love, love the Adams Family. Winx Club, never heard of uh, that. I had a magazine subscription to Winx Club, and I used to play a game with my mum where we would just draw them. It sounds like cats. Are they, are they like no, lynxes? Are they like, big cats? No, they're like fairies or like witches. Do they wink? Is it like Maybe. you wink and then it appears? No, but they're like witches, and it's like... It's, it's kind of like a manga style, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was really... The well, I show think... wasn't available in the UK, actually. I remember that. but So I got the magazine subscription instead. It was well, very good. we do have a couple of episodes planned where we're going to watch... I don't like to do... International. I, don't, I hate the word foreign. We're going to watch some international TV shows. So perhaps we should add that. Yes. And Skydancers, which I also... I've never heard know, of, but so that sounds... we need to explore. That sounds like a bit of me. But thank you so much, Nessie, for your email. It made my day. Thank you for your tweets as well. We really, really do appreciate it. Like just before we were going to record, Gemma was like, oh, just check if you've got any emails. I was like, we don't, because I check it quite regularly because I'm a freelancer. So a uh, bit of time on my hands. And when I checked, I was genuinely like, oh, not only have we got one, it's a lovely message. Yeah. So thank you. And it's it from has, Nessie. And it's from Nessie and it's brightened our day. And, you know, it's like 10 o'clock at night. Gem, well, we both got to be up early for work tomorrow. And this is like helping us power through this podcast. Yeah. But thank you so much for your continued support because it has not gone unnoticed. So two disappointing TV shows. I, one, no, uh, yep, one disappointing. So. One awful. I mean, one's the worst one yet. One that is just baffling and just... I, Weirder I, I than I, I remember. I don't have the words for it, but also bad. No, you yes. can't say it's bad. No, it is bad. No. I think it is. Gemma, would you like to introduce Watch My Chops? Only if forced, right. Oh, it's French. Didn't know that. Watch My Chops is a French animation series about an intelligent talking dog, Corneal, and his dog sitter, Bernie Barges. The series was, was produced, written and animated in France and the English dubbing took place in London at the Sound Company Studios. The series was produced by Mill Images and aired in the United States on Nicktoons, in the UK on CBBC from 2003 to 2007 and France on France, 3rd of December 2003 really like that they just have a tv channel called france in the uk the show is called watch my chops named after Corneille's catchphrase in france is also known as Corneille and bernie in the united states and australia the, the show was titled Corneille and bernie Corneille is an intelligent dog not only can he read and write perfect english but he is much smarter than most people since he's so smart, he knows that life doesn't get any better than being a pampered pet. So he does anything he can to keep his owners from realising his phenomenal skills. The plan begins to go away when his owners hire the pinheaded Bernie to dog sit. And Bernie learns about Corneille's secret. Though the two frequently bicker, they form an uneasy friendship and Corneille finds himself using his brainy powers to bail Bernie out of various scrapes. It had 104 episodes in two seasons. I really enjoyed this TV show growing up. So I did remember I. loving it. I love the theme tune. Theme tune, it, it gets... Uh, I say 9 out of 10, 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. I'm giving it a 7 because after watching the show, it's gone down in my estimation. So It's gone up for mine because it's the best thing about the show. And I thought the dog was called Cornelius. 
Like, that's like my Mandela effect. I honestly thought it was called Cornelius. Never Corneal. We used to call Bandit my old cat, Mr. Cornelius, because sometimes when my brother would say Mr. Cornelius, he would also look. Has that got, that's got no bearing on what I just, anything I just said, has it? Because it's Cornelius. Yeah, but why are you bringing Bandit into this? And there was this guy in, um, you know, like those local magazines where it'd have like pictures from events. And there's always a man there called Mr. Cornelius. And that sounds like one of the cats from Cats, Mr. Cornelius, doesn't it? Like Mr. Mistopheles. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's not talk about cats. This was awful. And I feel really bad saying it. And maybe it's something, maybe we just picked a bad episode. But I really found this difficult to watch. Yeah, I struggled too. Like, it was only 15 minutes, but it felt like oh, it two felt hours. Like, oh. It was, it was really bad. So yeah, the premise is that Cornel, the clever dog who can talk, and he's got like a um, like a partridge, like a Norwich accent. He sounds like Steve Pemberton. Yes, he if does. If you know bit. who Steve Pemberton is, if you don't, watch Inside Number Nine. It's a great telly show. Telly show. Telly. And then you've got Bernie, who is yeah, he's called him a pinhead, but he's so annoying. So he's the human who is his dog sitter but not related to the family in any way, just a dog sitter. And then he's got two incredibly rich parents and they just leave the dog with Bernie all the time and then they get into scrapes and, you know, antics. I will say, I really do like Cornelius. I want to say Cornelius as well. It's Cornelius. I'm honestly shocked. His um, dog owners, to be fair, quite cool. I can see why it was French, actually, because it was kind of like almost like a DJ type, like, like they were very rich, but there was something about the guy where he was like, all these like little sunglasses and like, he just seemed cool. He seemed like he'd be like a DJ. You've added that on to him. I have he added that on. He did not seem like a DJ. To me, he seemed he like an, a, old man he seemed like an artist and he used to be a DJ back in the day. And now he, he's basically Banksy. He used to be in a band. And now he just like does artwork. And he wears like cool little outfits. And he has a cool little dog. And he lives in a really cool penthouse. Uh, I, who am I to crush your dreams of the dad in Bernie and Cornel being I thought it was quite cool. Because they could have done a lot of the male characters. Especially the older male characters. Even in um, Fairly Odd Parents where... He did, you know, he was a brilliant character, the one of Fairly Odd Parents, the dad. They all look like the professor in Powerpuff Girls. They, look, they all wear a suit and they're all like got dark hair, clean shaven. They all look yeah, like that. Yeah, I know what you mean. So it's quite nice to see like, ooh, I thought I like edgy. the animation style. I thought the animation style was quite good. Reminds me of Cramped Twins, which I don't like. So, <laughs> so no. <laughs> True. I didn't know it was French. So perhaps something's been lost in the translation, like in the dubbing and things like that. And the jokes don't... They weren't funny. Well, yeah, they're just objectively not funny, unfortunately. Like none of it. And you know when a show's obviously trying quite hard to be funny and it's meant to be funny, but it's just not funny. It was a very awkward watch. It was. Yeah, no, it really was. It went like a lead balloon, didn't it? Do you want to explain what happened in the episode? Yeah, I'll explain. Because you can explain Teletubbies. Good luck with that. So it starts off and it's an anniversary meal. It's their 10 year wedding anniversary. And I thought they looked a lot older than that. I thought it would be like 25 years. No, but a lot of people obviously get married maybe when they're like in their 30s. 
He How might be divorced. How old are you thinking this dad is? He looks about 70. I thought he looked about 50. Okay. And he could have been divorced before. Yeah, he could have been divorced right? before, it's, true. It's in France. They do things a bit more provocatively. So, and because it's the anniversary, Cornille is desperate to give them a proper anniversary meal. Because oh, he does love them, to be fair. It's loves very them cute. so much. He thinks they're incredible owners, even though they fob him off on Bernie all the time. But anyway... He loves them and he wants to cook them a meal. The episode then goes into Bernie having to go out and get all the ingredients and organise this party. And they kept saying party, but then it's not a party. It's, it's just, just two a meal. of them. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a party as well. And it was like going to be like a rave because um, Bernie is like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm great at like organising raves. And like, so he like gets involved organising it. So, yeah, they do keep calling it a party. And then when it's just the two of them sat having a dinner. And I mean, burn... we have a party every night. We're partying now, Matt. What are you doing <laughs> tonight? Ah, <laughs> oh, I'm out partying, guys. I'm having a party tonight. And it's just you and me having our dinner. <laughs> but Bernie then decides he's going to be the waiter at this meal for absolutely no reason. Maybe he's getting paid overtime. Oh, no, that is a reason. It's because Cornel wants him to cover while he cooks. Because mm-hmm. apparently he's the best chef and he wants to cook. So... The whole episode is then based around will the parents discover that Cornel can talk? I like calling them parents and not dog owners. <laughs> Whatever. Can the parents discover if Cornel can talk and is intelligent or not? And I kept thinking to myself, what's the worst that could happen if they find out? Well, no, they'll try and profit off him. What? And How he... do they know that? They're so rich. No, but they would, wouldn't they? Or it'd be like everyone would find out and the papers would be out get to get him. And he just wants a nice... They say it in the little Wikipedia thing. He knows, he's so smart, he knows nothing is better than being a pampered pet. And you know what? Meg gets more love than anybody I know. No one is more loved. And and that's the episode, really. Uh, there's a few moments where you think, oh no, are they going to find out? Nope. And they do these little things, so... um obviously have that moment where so the food's amazing and then like oh we must congratulate the chef so then Cornel has to like quickly like run out and hide in the bathroom and like talk pretending to be the chef being like oh no no I do not want to see you no it will ruin the facade and and then there's another bit so Bernie had one job which was to go pick up the necklace that was the present oh yeah I forgot that sorry um also if we, if you ever, if we had a dog walker and you sent them out to get me my anniversary present, even if you'd chosen it. It's very not weird, care. isn't it? So they, he got sent out to go get the, pick up the necklace. And, oh um, yeah, because that was for the dad to give to his wife. Yes. But he, I think he'd obviously chosen it because he didn't know, Bernie didn't know what was in it. And then he was like, to be fair, I relate to this. It was all wrapped up beautifully. And Bernie just really wanted to open it. He's like, I just want to know what's inside. And I do feel that when I worked at Harvey Nichols and I'd see loads of other people with shopping bags, I'd be like, what's inside? Because they'd have like Harrods shopping bags and like loads of just different designer shopping bags. I'm like, but what did you buy? Do you know what's really annoying? It's on Instagram where people put a picture of the box, but not what's inside. You're a materialistic person. I'm not a materialistic I, that, that person. That never comes into my mind. Ever. I'm just a very nosy person. Okay, nosy then, fine. But it's like, oh, look at all my shopping bags, like pictures. And I'm like, yeah, but what, what's, what's inside? Why do you care? I really care. I really, really care. I didn't care. get that with Bernie being obsessed with what's inside it. Because I was what, are you oh, going to steal it? Or just so you can see just it? Just so you can know. Well, you but, might never find out. But that's the stupidest. So he opens it and then it He looks falls. and he's like, wow. And then it, yeah. It falls into the rubbish. And then the rubbish. 
So yeah, he turns around to like, and he wants to hide it behind his back because he doesn't know who's coming in. The necklace falls into the trash. And then they, he gives the empty box. But he doesn't know it's empty to Corneal to go give it to him. So he like walks in as like a cute little dog with like the little thingy and they open it up and there's nothing in there. And of course, Corneal is really smart. He realizes it's in the rubbish, isn't it? But by that time, Bernie had wrapped up the like bin bag and the, he'd put it down like the garbage chute and it's gone down and they never get the necklace, just to let you know. They, they never do. Isn't that awful? It's not even like an ending where, oh, and then we found it and it was a cat that had it and Corneal had to fight the cat. It's just gone. It's, it's gone. A really expensive necklace is goes missing. They do not find it. There's no laughs. Yeah, no, the, the, again, I don't want to just crap all over this show because, you know, it, it looked great. The animation was really good. And obviously, you know, I had a lot of episodes as well. The theme like, song. hundred episodes. The theme song is amazing. Yeah. The voice acting, I would say, is very good. Yeah, because um, Cornel's voice is very, like, recognisable. Yeah. It's very, it sticks with you, to be fair. Bernie's voice less so, but Cornel's voice is really, really good. And I think the dog owners are pretty cool. I like it that's in a penthouse, slightly different to a normal so I house. I didn't like that. I didn't like how rich they were and all of that stuff. I, I like, just liked it that was in a penthouse. Why do we need you to? You don't see many in flats. True. We live in a flat. But I think maybe, is it not set in Paris? Maybe. So I think it's set in Paris. I don't know. But it was just the jokes just weren't funny. And that the main set, the source of humour is Bernie and Corneal bantering. And because Corneal is essentially like a 40-year-old man in a dog, it's, I mean, that sounds dodgy, but it's just like, it doesn't work. Yeah. It's not funny. Well, it's like, like Nelly the Elephant, where it did just seem you've made it very much older. And then it's meant to be with like a goofy, silly, like, how old is Bernie or Bertie? Bernie's going to be a teenager. So he's going to be like, what, like 15, 16, like 18? And then it's like this 40-year-old, yeah, they just don't, they don't gel. They're going to be like a double team and it just doesn't, like, they don't play off each other. No. And it's hard to sympathise. Uh, it just it just fell short, if we're honest. Which is a shame because we both did enjoy the show yeah, going Yeah, I loved growing it growing up. up. So, I mean, it did the job, didn't it? Yeah, we loved it growing up and that's who it's intended for. And some things on this podcast, you know, we love now, didn't like at the time. And this, unfortunately, is one of those where we appreciated it as children. But growing older, it was like, eh... It's not one, it doesn't pass the hangover test, let's put it that way. But if you do want to watch it, they are all on YouTube. If you go on the, I think they literally have a Watch My Shop yeah. YouTube channel. So, you know, go and check it out for yourselves and let us know, are we being too harsh on are it? Are we in a bad mood? Did, I mean, did you guys watch it growing up? Because it feels as if it was obviously, it was on for a couple of years on the BBC. Yeah. I swear it was on like prime time as well, like four o'clock. Yeah. Like coming home from school. So... Yeah, let us know what your thoughts are. Maybe we're wrong and happy to be proven wrong. So, yeah, if you want to write in, you can. Remember this, question mark at gmail.com. And that is question mark as in the word. Moving on to a bona fide classic. One of the big guns. One of, I would say, the biggest. I would say this is the biggest kids TV show from our childhood. Having done the research, it's hard to argue with that, actually. There's some interesting stats here. So, Matt, would you like the big, big task of introducing the unintroducible Teletubbies? Uh-oh! No, that wasn't. Was that right? Uh-oh! 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 
Poe. Uh oh. That was it. Uh oh. Poe. Wait, no, that's awful. <laughs> um, our neighbours must think, what, what, what do those kids do? They might think we have a child. Teletubbies is a British preschool children's TV series created by Ragdoll Productions, Anne Wood and Andrew Davenport. Oh, we do love Ragdoll. Yay, Ragdoll. Can they sponsor us? Ragdoll. Get in touch. The programme focuses on four multicoloured creatures known as Teletubbies, named after the television screens implanted in their abdomens. Oh, that sounds horrible, actually, doesn't it? <laughs> sounds like something from Alien, doesn't it? <laughs> Recognised throughout popular culture for the uniquely shaped antenna protruding from the head of each character, the Teletubbies communicate through gibberish and were designed to bear resemblance to toddlers. The series rapidly became a commercial success in Britain and abroad. It won multiple BAFTA awards and was nominated for two daytime Emmys throughout its run. A single based on the show's theme song reached number one in the UK singles charts in December 1997 and remained in the top 75 for 32 weeks, selling over a million copies. What the hell? We should listen to that. I've, I didn't even know there was a song. We'll get that up in a minute. Is it not just a theme tune? By October 2000, the franchise generated over one billion in merchandise sales. That is crazy. I definitely had some Teletubbies merch. Can't remember what it is what it was but i definitely think i had some though the original run ended in 2001 60 new episodes were ordered in 2014 they're currently being aired on cbb's in the uk and nick jr in the united states although reruns of the original 1997 to 2001 series continue to be shown on relevant tv channels worldwide can i just do a big myth busters here then so i always thought and i've always read or got told i don't know where i got it from I heard it was the Psycho Productions Simon Cowell that actually made Teletubbies. I thought that's what everybody thought. Did you that think that? It's literally, hand on heart, the first time I've ever heard that Simon Cowell's production company, Psycho, produced Teletubbies. They created the Teletubbies. Created the Teletubbies. That's where the you got the money from. What? Uh, well, obviously, it's Ragdoll Productions. But did anyone else think this? I swear I read it on Twitter or something. Or I think maybe Josh did tell me. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like something he would do. But um, I thought... That's amazing, Jen. That's so... I spent my life thinking Simon Cowell made the Teletubbies. Well, I mean, you were hoping it was going to come up then and you'd be like, oh, I know, Simon Cowell. Yeah, I was waiting for it. My mind's blown. But did you know, so everyone knows the Teletubbies, like it's the weird mound and the location everyone knows it i think what the teletubbies did so well with is everything about it even now actually when so many more things have been made it's still incredibly unique and original so you associate so a sun with a baby's face in it teletubbies big mounds of grass and like bunny rabbits i used to go on holiday to a hotel place i think i used to think it was like teletubby land because there was always rabbits there teletubbies <laughs> and then like new news teletubbies pink custard teletubbies but did you know that the location so they really struggled to find some of the film because they knew they wanted it how they wanted it to look which is what it ended up looking mm-hmm. like um they end up filming on the farm where they previously shot tots tv really yep can we go there why have is why is this not a place that we could all go to i don't know but they wanted it as well so there's a lot of intellectual kind of musings about teletubbies believe it or not mm-hmm. and i do struggle to believe it i having watched an episode but basically they wanted to fashion it like on the moon landings 
So it I looks like that. a crater, doesn't it? it yeah, looks... I see that. They're like little aliens. Yeah. And then some people say it's influenced by the, then... the book for Time Machine. Which is, again, like... A I'm pulling a face. In. You can't see my face, but yeah. I pulled a face. And then there's, like... Someone compared it saying how Lucian Freud used oh, to say how off. you need to... <laughs> how you need to, you know, get rid of the superego in order to be truly happy without worry and anxiety. And that's and who that's, the Teletubbies and are. And that's the Teletubbies, yeah. Oh, okay. So... I kind of get the moon land and stuff because, obviously, it does look like all the craters... And then they have, um, when they go to sleep, they sleep in those like foil blankets that a spaceman Yeah, with. that's true. And they do look like little aliens. Also and new news looks kind of robotic, like you'd have like in your spaceship. You'll love this. So on the new series of Teletubbies, you know, the voice people that come from the like... Tannoy. The little that things come that come up. up. So they're like shower heads that pop up The through. voice trumpets is what they're called. Oh. The voice trumpets. They look like shower heads. If they you do. Kind of no, no, what I they agree. Look like, yeah. In the UK, do you want to know who does it? Yeah, go on. So Jim Broadbent is one. Yeah. And Tonya Thomas is another. Yeah. The final one is Fern Cotton. That's amazing. <laughs> that is incredible. I knew you'd love that. As soon as I saw it, I was like, oh my God, this is Gemma's dream come true. Fern Cotton was a tannoy. It was one of the music, no, voice trumpets. She's currently doing it, yeah. <gasps> you know what he goes, time for tally tubbies. And it's her Time. going it. <laughs> yep. Oh my God. I know. And what then, an honour. Before we go into the episode, so I'm sure you all at home know the four characters. Gemma, would you like to reel them off? Tinky Winky, Lala, Poe, Lala. No, you, you done Lala. Tinky Winky. Yep. You done Tinky Winky. Dipsy. Yep. Dipsy. There we go. But there was controversy around one of them. Which oh, I one know was one. It? And this is, I don't want us to give away the props for my quiz later. Oh, okay. So we won't go into that now. But there was controversy around whether, one, whether Tinky Winky was in fact a homosexual. Why was that controversy? I know. And they were saying how he could be brainwashing have... children because he's a gay icon. He's a gay icon. <laughs> And it could be brainwashing over, children Cher. into being homosexual, which is just ridiculous, isn't it? God, I hate people sometimes. I do hate people. And the creators actually had to come out and say that... They don't have any... They, they are gender neutral. They do not have anything. They have no sexual desires or preferences. Well, it wasn't a creator, sorry. The BBC made an official response explaining that Tinky Winky is simply a sweet technological baby oh. with a prop. A technological baby. Oh, I can't believe people would do that. So I would have been six when this came out. So I would you actually have been? Yeah. I feel like I've been watching it since I was like born. Well, you may have been because three years old you would have been. Sounds about right. I remember this being on all the time. I feel like I watched a lot of Teletubbies. Really? So yeah. I, I just remember Tubby Custard. I don't remember watching it that much. I'm sure I did because I've got a younger brother. So I'm sure it was on a lot. The only thing I really remember, Tubby Custard and the baby going, like smiling and stuff. It doesn't make that noise. It doesn't do that. It's just like a, it does. It makes like little it kind of, giggling it, it noises. It makes like little gargling noises. Like a, no, it does not do monkey it noises. It does like a little gargling noise. No, stop it now. Stop it. 
Meg is looking very stressed at those noises. But th- that's all I remember. So, yeah, I can't say whether or not I enjoyed it growing up. So you obviously did. Yeah, I, w- I feel like it was on all the time. I think I watched a lot of Teletubbies growing up. I just feel like it's one of those shows that was always on. And apparently it has a cult following from people at university because of the colours and the way they kind what, of garble. they like get high and watch it? Yes. Apparently oh, is that actually a thing? It's incredibly psychedelic. And they think that the colours and everything mean it's a great trip. Oh. I could understand that, though, because even watching it yesterday with our glasses of water. I was in hysterics. I was like, I was like, the colours were starting to bleed around me. I was starting to like hallucinate. It's just a, honestly, I can't find the words. It's It's weirder than I remembered. I always remembered, obviously, it was meant to be quite a strange show, similar to Into a Night Garden. It's meant to be a bit weird and like, yeah, a little bit kind of trippy i guess and i always you know it is i couldn't believe it when we watched it i was like it is very very odd so long 25 minutes an episode as well yeah i was surprised at that i thought it would be like 10 minutes tops. yeah because a lot of obviously other kids shows that we watched where it was like aimed at preschool uh kind of like tots tv poddington peas spider i guess spider was actually quite a long vhs thing but the little segments would be very 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 short whereas this one it was a lot longer but then whilst watching it we realized how they got away with that. Mm. Gemma, would you like to try and do your best at explaining the plot of the episode we watched? So. Of the Teletubbies. We watched one episode called My Mum's a Doctor. And then the one we watched first, what was that called? What happens uh, okay. in it? Ma- Ma- Nat King Cole? King? It was something oh, to do with the King. Not Nat the King song. Cole. What's the song? That's, that's a jazz musician. What's the song? Singer, isn't it? Actually, no, what was the song? It was... We Three Kings? No, it was a king. Please try and explain what happened. So it starts off, as all episodes start off, the sun comes out, a baby's face is in the sun. <laughs> it does a little, it does not do that, it does like a... No. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? Hello. <laughs> Can't speak. I'm trying to do like a little laugh. It does like a little... Come on, do it. Why are you blushing? What's wrong? It's just us. It does like a... <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? So it does like you a sound little... like a screw, like <laughs> so it does like a little giggle. Like, hey. Oh my god, this is the most disturbing thing I've ever seen. Gemma's like leaning into the microphone as she does it. She's like, she's like a camel, like hey. <laughs> so it does like a little laugh and it does like a little smile. And it's the start of the day, and there's like yep. a voiceover being like, oh, it's it's the morning or something and then there's like <laughs> this big stick in the ground that has got a um oh my god i've forgotten the word it's not like a it's like a windmill yeah like yes, a little it is. windmill it's a wind chime type thing not isn't wind it chime. Wind, windmill a little so it's like really really tall and then it's like got a little mini 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 windmill oh god, i forgot that and that kind of announces like oh where are the teletubbies and, and then, then they all come out one by one time for teletubbies Time for Teletubbies. Yeah, so all the little shower heads come through the grass and then you do a lovely overview where it's like, and it starts off really nice and softly, like, and then you see kind of the mound where they live in and all of the bunny rabbits and then Teletubbies come out one by one and then it's like, Poe, Dipsy, does so, they do all of that. And one of them sounds like someone from the tweenies. Yep. 
La la. So that lasts. Poe was the cutest. It was like Poe. 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 Poe was my favorite growing up. I I identified most with Poe. And uh, that honestly probably took about six or eight minutes, that alone, if I'm being quite honest. That was probably at least six minutes. So Teddy Tubbies are here. Intro. It's and a I'm long pretty sure intro. they do that for every single one. I think, yeah, they do do it. Yeah, they, so they do that for pretty much every single one. So that's and solid. Of a formula and repetition. So that's like six minutes, right? Done. Tick. Then go straight into TVs. So they all stood there in a row. Oh, God, this is so disturbing. And then all their bellies light up. And then all of up. their bellies. And they do this in every episode as well. So then all of their bellies light up because they've arrived. They're all stood together. So all the bellies light up and they're like, oh. <laughs> and then it's like, which one's it going to be? Is it La La? Tinky Winky? Oh, yeah. Like goes on to each one individually, doesn't it? And yeah. they're like... Giddy I'm definitely doing it in the wrong order because I think they always do it in the same order as well and I'm really messed up. I think it's Tinky Winky, La La, Dipsy, Poe. I think it's the order they do it in. So it's like, oh, Tinky Winky, Dipsy. No, it's la, Tinky, La, la Poe. Po. So, so they all stand po. in that opposite, like in that lineup every time. And then it's like, oh, all the bellies and who's it going to be? And then it's Poe. So it like zooms in like, on Poe. They all cheer. And they all cheer. And it zooms in to the, and then a pl- video starts playing on her belly and it zooms in. Oh, and it was the just, the one we watched was the most tedious video I think I've ever seen. And I, I again, this is so, they had a formula again for this where it'd be, it seemed very sweet actually. It was almost like a home video style that children would have made, or schools would have made, or your mum would make, and they send it in. I'm assuming that is how these things get made. But like, when we were watching this video, honestly, I question if, if you know, because there's a theory that we're Sims and we're being controlled. Whoever is controlling me must have just been bored or something. Like, oh, yeah, let's get them to watch Teletubbies and, and these kids singing a song for 10 minutes. So we just kept looking at each other like, what are we doing with our lives? So what it, is this? It is basically some children and they sing a song and it is like, get my fiddlers and uh, then these people are they're all pretenders plays instruments it's like a famous nursery yeah, rhyme that isn't that one, famous so there's one king who's got the little crown and on. he goes i'm going to be king and you know when and i do actually really enjoy this because kids when they're so young they're so innocent they're so unself-aware um but when it's like not you or it's not your children i just think it's a bit I don't Boring. Know. Yeah. So I made Matt recently watch a tape, a video of me dancing when I was like <laughs> five in a show. And it's very funny because like people, someone like, you know, people like wetting themselves and running off stage. It when... was my favorite birthday. <laughs> no, he did not do it on his birthday. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> you know, um, people wouldn't get their face painted. Some would have a strop. It was like, you know, but because like, I was in it, it was relatively amusing. So I mean, yeah, that's what I'm watching it for. Aren't I? I'm not just like, oh, what a great production this is. <laughs> so it's kind of like that. So, you know, I'm sure, I think most of us would sort of have some sort of memories of like being in a school play or in a, you know, like when it's a nativity. It was very funny because whenever they all looked slightly miserable, and it's really obvious when obviously someone's behind them going like, smile, smile, <laughs> big smile. So all of a sudden they're like, got a face on them. And all of a sudden they're like smiling loads and grinning. Yeah. And you're like, you've basically... It's very obvious you've just been told to smile. And the singing, it's awful. I mean, they're not they're not good singers, but that's fine. Maybe, could we track down who was in this? How cool is it? This is what I've always said to you before. How come we don't know anyone that was in a kids TV show? Because True. there must be loads of people that like, I appeared on the, I was one of the Teletubbies tummy videos. Do you want to know why? 
Because neither of us went to private school. Maybe. Of course it is. Maybe. And um, yes, they all sing this nursery song and it's a bit strange. The little boy is decided he's like, I'm going to be king. And then he says things like, bring in my trumpeters. And then like these kids (laughs) are like holding these like paper trumpets and going like, boo, 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 boo. boo." (laughs) And he's like, bring me my fiddlers. And then there's like loads of people like pretending to like play the fiddle. Bring me my drums. And then there's other, then more people come in pretending to play these like cardboard drums and going like, do, 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 do. That's another six minutes. I think it's more than that. It, it felt like an eternity. Uh, like, we couldn't believe it. I didn't realise it was like that I thought there was a story. Style. I thought there was a story in every episode. In my head, from what I remembered, it would be like, you go and it's like a little puppet or something like that. Or And what do the Teletubbies do? I thought they would be doing something. So then it ends. The song finally, it finally ends. We were like, well, that took a turn. Which we were not expecting. But happy for it to end. Happy to be like, oh God, I wonder what happens next. Right. So goes back in and they're, all the Teletubbies are like, yay, clapping. And then they ask for an encore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> again, 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 again. And then it zooms back in the tummy and, and it plays the whole thing again. From the start, not sped up in real time. Another six minutes of that exact same song. It's not even the kids doing a different version. No, nope, not even edited any differently. They've just copied and pasted it into it, the timeline. We did speed that up. We did. We manually went, right. Well, I mean, for the first minute, we were just looking at each other like, how did they get away with this? Um, this is so lazy. We re-watched other TV shows of the Teletubbies just to be like, do, do they do this every time? I have never known they anything do. that does that. And I get it that obviously kids TV shows, it's meant to be the repetition that makes you remember it and learn it. But come outside ain't doing this. Learn what though? Poddington please didn't pull this. Bring me my trumpet. Like, (laughs) what are you learning? (laughs) Yeah, like I get it kids like repetition, but no other tweenies aren't pulling that on you. But Teletubbies, the biggest, best of all time, does this in every single episode. And then even when, when it comes back out again... Oh, it's just so tedious. Yay! Like it does things literally like one by one by one, the same thing. So for example, say one of them is going to go and walk across to the other side of the screen. It will literally do it one, do by, one. one by one in real time. And it's like, oh my And it doesn't just speed God. up that one. So in another episode we watched, we managed to find the making Tubby Custard. Oh yeah, because I, I did... In the first episode, we didn't get any Tubby Custard or Nunu. No. So we were both like, well, we need to find them. So we got one where it was Tubby Custard and Poe is making herself some Tubby Custard with oh a Tubby God, Custard yeah. machine. And um, I remember like I used to have Tubby Custard, Grandpa had pink custard. It was a cool sequence. I was like excited. I was like, oh, there, there yeah, it is. There's Tubby, tubby Custard. So it really nice. has the machine and it like squirts She's got a cool out. bowl as well. Yeah, she has that special bowl where it's like a long, so it's like almost made out of one giant straw. And it just wraps round and round and round. So that's how she drinks Tubby Custard. And then she goes, mmm, Again, again. (laughs) And then they play the same sequence, exactly the same, of her making the tubby custard. Literally exactly the same. And also, they didn't even film them going back. I think they just rewound it. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah, we were gobsmacked. So in this episode, they then go on to do a little song. It'll be, then you say, la la wants to, and then like appears. I was very odd. Also, I just have to say quickly, it's so grating. The parents, I don't know how they did that because, uh-oh, uh-oh, 
Uh, oh my god! It's... I think I didn't find the noises too annoying. Actually, even though it's very brightly coloured, and I didn't find it too garish. It was so, all very soft. Oh, it's enough. lovely. It's not menacing. Yeah. It's not scary. Well, no, it's not menacing. But I felt like everything had a slightly soft edge to it. The voices had a slightly soft edge to it. The colours had yeah, a it slightly wasn't soft as edge to it. Egregious as and I'm Jake. Yeah, it wasn't as bright and as loud as that. It did have a slightly soft edge to it, which I thought was quite pleasing. So each character, I'd forgotten about this, has a, and as soon as they bought them up, I was like, oh yeah, they do. I remember this. Each Teletubby is associated with an object or an item. I didn't know this. I, as soon as they bought them up, well, you actually said, where so-and-so, so-and-so. And I was like, oh yeah. So can you think of which Teletubby? So Poe has an item that she really likes. Lala has an item it likes. Dipsy has an item it likes, as does Tinky Winky. So can we do like a little like timer? So you I'll at do home. A countdown. That's not how it goes, isn't it? That, that is not a countdown. Or oh, should I do Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? That is not Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, is it? Oh, I guess it is. Right. So we've all had time. You've had time at home. Wherever you are, on the tube, in, the, in your bedroom. I don't I'm know. sorry, Gemma, I'm going to have to push you for an answer. <laughs> have you got your answers ready, people? Have you written them down? Have you thought of them in your head? Yeah. Poe? It's an item. Bowl! No, it was a scooter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Matt watched it yesterday. Nil poix. Scooter! Scooter! Lala? I didn't remember Lala's. Lala's is quite difficult. A hat! <laughs> No. Oh. Ball, ball. Uh, ball. Ball. And it's a I feel massive. Like I'm nailing this voice, by the way. It's a massive pink bouncy ball. It is huge as well. It's huge. And then Dipsy. Hat. Hat. And Dipsy well, you has can't just skip a the humongous. <laughs> yeah, it's A awful. humongous cow print hat. Oh that's massive. God. And that this like the spiky bit of Dipsy like pokes through it. It's brilliant. <laughs> I laugh so much when he pulled it out. This is mental. And then Tinky Winky. Oh, bag. Has a red handbag. The bag's so cute. I love the bag. I used to always carry a handbag with me. Oh, it's I very was sweet. When I was very, very little, as a toddler, I always had a handbag with me. It was a little white bag with Alice from Alice in Wonderland on it. Oh. But um, did you all get those right at home? Oh, that was a whole song, by the way, where they just say the item they want and then it appears and they go, yay, and then they get off in that The item. only thing I would say, the song is not as good as the Tweenies song. In my fingers, so six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Then it let it go again. Why did it let it go? Because it bit my finger, so which finger did it bite? This little finger on my right. This little finger on my right. <laughs> How catchy is that? Yeah, it's the best. It is, that is where it won. Tweenies wins on the songs. And then all of a sudden, the little shower heads come up again. Oh, yes. And what does this say? Goodbye, Teletubbies. Time for bedtime. Something like that. Time for ending. And then they go, oh, bye. And then yeah. they all go and wave individually. And the episode ends. And the baby goes. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, the and then the sun sets. Yep. And that is the Teletubbies. So the theme tune. 10 out of 10. So yeah, 10 out of 10. So it's iconic, isn't it? I think most things with Teletubbies, you could almost class as iconic. 
they've created a land and created characters which are just so memorable so recognizable did you have Without any Teletubbies any... merch I definitely did not I, can't I remember can what. remember I must have done I think we did I think we had some figurines I remember one day my pa- I you went know, talking about private schools I went to one for one day oh issues that my mum and dad just fancied some free babysitting. So I went <laughs> to trial out a private school for like an afternoon. And we had nap time. They put the Teletubbies on and everyone just went to sleep. And I didn't go. I was a bit like, but why, why are we going to sleep? That's funny because now if someone now said I to love you, sleeping. you'd to go to sleep, you'd be like, yep. Not during the day though. I don't nap very often. I just I just work. sleep for a long amount of time at night. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I remember staying up watching Teletubbies and finding it really strange that because I didn't have naps at nursery and stuff. And like, we didn't, we didn't, I, when I was in school, first school, I didn't nap. I must have been very young to have a vivid memory of that. I have a very vivid memory. They also had a little post box. That was the main selling point. That's probably why I never went to private school. My mum and dad were like, oh, did you like it? Yeah, it's amazing. They've got a post box. They've got a little, <laughs> got his own little post box. So you can put letters in. And they were like, yeah, Aww. right. It's really not worth the money that. Well, I think we should also mention quickly Nunu's. I, my dad used to call me Nunu's. I don't know why. I think I used, used to eat everything. No, because I didn't eat a lot as a child at all. And I wasn't tidy either. I think maybe I just used to really like the word or you just used to no, say it a lot. I think it might have been my first word, like Nunu. No. Surely not. No, because Nunu, Teletubbies so. didn't come out until I was three, so that'd be embarrassing. Yeah, Tubby Custard looked amazing. Yeah. The bowl looked cool. And watching it now, I mean, it's not hangover. I, I'm not in the cult status of watching this, like having a few drinks and watching it. That just seems odd to me. I wouldn't watch this again. Would I you? would watch it again. Are you, are you joking? I found it so bizarre. I find it incredibly intriguing. I was in hysterics. I was cry laughing. I couldn't believe it. I, I guess I would watch this over Watch My Chops, I would say. I mean, I'd watch, I think Watch My Chops is my least favourite thing we have watched. I think it might be mine as How well. How many episodes have we done, actually? That's a good achievement. How many have we done? I don't know. But of all of the TV shows we've watched... This is my least favourite. And we're on such a roll. Mm, we had been. We had been on a... We were on, honestly... Yeah, you're right. We had been. Watch My Chops has ruined that. It's ruined our... I was going to say groove. Momentum. That, momentum. Um, but Teletubbies, I genuinely would watch more because I'm just like, what is this? I definitely recommend watching it at home. As, you know, I know I've been kind of ripping on it a bit, saying it's whatever it is but it's definitely worth watching for yourself it's like cats yeah cats was awful it was one of the worst films i've ever seen seen to be believed you have to see it to be able to just try and comprehend it cats was my favorite cinema moment of last year but yeah teletubbies i would watch again um it's kind of like pingu for me well you know because we the reason I was so excited to talk about Pingu, especially if you listen to our trailer for this podcast, is because it was like going around on Twitter and I was like, it's like these clips can't be real. And I think it's like that with the Teletubbies. If you saw, I'm going to put them on my Instagram story, actually, a clip of the little TV segment, like in their bellies. You would not, you would be like, what is that from? It didn't feel what? dated. The only bits of felt dated well, the is home when video, the like, home videos. Yeah, because the actual Teletubby land yeah. bit, could have been shot today. Yeah. Genuinely. I did not feel like that was dated at all. No, it was, it was really well done. But yeah, I just sort of think I had... It's, it's genius in a way. Yeah. I mean, anything that goes on to make like a billion dollars that isn't pharmaceuticals or you know, whatever, I think you have to 
respect that. Yeah. Like it, it's incredible that it managed to get the attention of so many people worldwide. Yeah. I wonder if they had different homemade videos for worldwide audiences. Also, like if you know territory. anybody, even if you like had like, you know, when you hear those rumors, like a friend of a friend of a friend was in like the Teletubbies video and like she sang a song, please email us because I'm obsessed with that. That could be a good script actually about someone who like used to be in one of those and then like, I don't know. I don't know, but that yeah, should be good. the <laughs> beginning. The, that, that is a premise. Yeah, I'm on board. I reckon uh, putting it out there, let's manifest this. We should try and get a child star on this podcast. Maybe not even a star. Someone that's been on. Someone who's been on the telly. Show. Like, imagine. We've never been on the like telly. Barney or something like that. Have you ever I've been? been on the telly. I have. I watched uh, England versus... Oh, that does not count. We were in, I've been on the telly then. I was probably no, in the Glastonbury no, no, crowd. No, hang on a minute. At Southampton St. Mary's, I can't remember who they were playing now. Macedonia. Do you speak about And there? there was an interview on ITV News before the game. And it's like, who do you think... They, what's the score going to be? And I went, 5-0. And it's me true? and my football friends. Yes. Swear. Swear on my life. I don't know if it was ITV. It was on, it was on telly though. It was on, you know, ITV Regional, like ITV Meridian. I feel like I'd have heard this story a hundred times if it was true. I promise you it's true. Ask anyone. Ask anyone. Ask <laughs> anyone. Guys at home, is this true? It is. I promise you it's true. Okay, fine. I believe you. Thank you. But yeah, we're going to, if you have any guests, let us know that you'd want to come on them. Tweet them saying they should come on there. I yeah. mean, don't. I mean, don't embarrass us. Oh no, like please do. Fern Cotton. Let's million. get Fern Cotton oh. on the podcast. A I mean, campaign, I would love that. Kickstarter, get Fern on. We don't live far away from her. We're in London. We are in London. We're local, Fern. Yeah. Then can we go shopping together afterwards, Fern? <laughs> can I meet your father-in-law, Fern? <laughs> I make your banana bread all the time at home, Fern. That's very nice, actually. But yeah, thank you so much for listening to this podcast and for supporting us and all the nice things you do. If you haven't already, if you could go on to Apple Podcasts, remember this, and rate it and leave a comment, that would be amazing. Yeah. That really makes but our If you ever month. see anybody like tweeting, asking for like podcast recommendations, if you could please recommend ours because oh, yeah, that's a good we idea. have got a very good amount of, like we've got a good amount of people listening. It's the same amount each week, but now we want to kind of push it a bit we're, more. We're bored of you now. We, no, we want some more but we've people got, coming like, in. You know, when you've got like, we're consistent. But we just kind of want to push it to the next, next level. So if you're ever looking, if ever, you ever see people tweeting, wanting Well, don't, yeah, don't be scared to. We, we would, like, we would really appreciate that. Abs- it would make our day. We would yeah. absolutely love that. So, yes. And I would recommend the Teletubbies. Watch it. I think I mentioned it in the middle of the podcast. But if you want to write in with suggestions or just to say hi, uh, it's remember this question mark at gmail.com. And that just about wraps up this week's episode of Remember This. I uh, hope you've enjoyed it. Go and watch the Teletubbies. You won't regret it. Have a great week and we, you'll hear from us next Monday. Yeah. Hope you have a lovely week, guys. Okay, bye. Bye.